What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Niners Nation Instant Reaction Podcast. Oh, man. What a game. The 49ers pull off the stunner of all stunners and beat the Green Bay Packers 13 to 10. I'm out of breath because once again, I have run downstairs to my basement. Before we get rolling here, I want to remind you, please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Whew, I can't believe that just happened. I can't believe that that just happened. The 49ers just won a playoff game against Aaron Rodgers, and they did not score an offensive touchdown. I'll say that again. The San Francisco 49ers just beat Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, and they did not score an offensive touchdown. How the hell did that happen? How did that just happen? My heart is beating out of my chest right now. I cannot believe we saw what we just saw. <laughs> Trap naps. Thanks for the super chat. And my tripping or did special teams just win us this game? You're a thousand percent right. The defense and the special teams. This is one of the greatest San Francisco 49ers defenses performances of all time. Of all time. The Green Bay Packers scored 10 points in this game. The Green Bay Packers had 263 total yards in the game. They only had 58 in the second half. Just 58 yards in the entire second half for the Green Bay Packers. That is unbelievable. Michelle Majuk is here. Michelle, we did it. Ah! Are you serious? How did that Literally, I, uh, I'm at a bar right now. I'm watching the game. And people would have thought I was insane because somehow I ended up in a bar full of Packers fans. Hmm. But I made everyone at the table I was with become uh, 49ers fans. So they were all rooting for us. And we were screaming at the end of the game. We looked like yeah. psychos. I am so excited, but I was writing you in the DMs. I had faith the entire time they would come through and win this game. Michelle, I thank you so much for coming on and popping in. I'm converting you slowly to a 49ers fan. So, you know, welcome. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon. If you want to come and, and, you know, adopt the 49ers, we're here for you. I, I think I've already been adopted. My wife, while I was watching it, she was like, oh, my God, like, you actually care so much. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I know. I couldn't even I couldn't even watch the TV at the end. I was so nervous to see if Robbie Gold was going to make that kick. I was, like, about to throw up. I cannot believe what you've done to me, and yes. I, I'll, never, I'll never forgive you. All right. Well, thank you, Michelle. Enjoy the rest of your night. Go celebrate, as I will be doing. Thanks for hopping in. All right. Enjoy. Bye, Sads. See ya. All right. Levin Black is here. Levin, how did we beat the 49ers? Uh, excuse me. How did we beat the Packers without scoring an offensive touchdown? There, there's no words. There are no words. How are we supposed to do a show right now? That That is crazy. How did we win this game? That offensively is probably the worst first three quarters of any offensive uh, or any team in NFL history, I think. Like, in the playoffs, that is. Those first three quarters were horrendous offensively, and yet they win the game. Like, how? I, I, I'm sitting here like, how, how did this happen? Javi. Javi Vegas here from the Oh Hey There podcast. What the hell did we just see? Like, what did we just see? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was all over the place this game. I had no clue what was going on. Like, why? Was this team struggling to run the ball? Uh, why was Kyle Shanahan making some of these play-calling decisions? Uh, Tom Compton was getting absolutely destroyed most of the game. Destroyed. Alex Mack looked lost several times. Like, he he doesn't know to pick up Clark or to pick up Zadarius Smith. And somehow, Richard Hightower and his special teams works because <laughs> Debo Samuel, humongous return. You have the block field goal, and then you have the block punt that ties the game. All I could think about Unreal. was all the slander we gave Richard Hightower all season, and when it mattered most, the special teams showed up. Absolutely insane. You're not wrong, Levin. I mean, did you have Richard Hightower pegged as one of the MVPs in this game? No, I think there's been like four different weeks that said he should be <laughs> fired. 
<laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, I think the 49ers, I want to see if I can pull up the tweet really quick because I saved it because you're right about the special teams play. They blocked a kick and a punt. They are the first team since at least 2000 to block both in the same game, regular season or playoffs. Like that is just an incredible. Crazy. That's like the only thing that went right for the 49ers in the first half. They did not have a completion until the second quarter. They did not have a completion to a wide receiver until the third quarter. It felt like the 2011 NFC championship game against the giants. That's what I kept thinking in my head. I, I cannot believe that this just happened. Who on offense had a good game other than Debo? Like even Kittle had the drop. Like there's one player on offense that had a good game and yet the Niners won. I, I don't I I I don't know what to say. <laughs> because I don't know about you guys, but all season this season has been kind of a lull as a fan. Like I've just been like, yeah, you know, we're going through the ebbs and flows. But the Rams game, I got off my couch and I'm cheering, I'm I'm back at it. I'm at the Dallas Cowboy game and you could not get me to be like, and you know, can't get me to be the analyst that I am now. And today I've cursed so much at Jimmy Garoppolo today. I flipped <laughs> off uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking at Matt LaFleur and I don't like his face and Kyle Shanahan's pissing me off at the same time. And they somehow oh. do it. And I, I literally, I have some, I wait, my living room is set up. I have my love seat and I, I duck behind my love seat because I didn't want to watch the kick. I didn't want to watch the field goal. <laughs> so, oh, and by the, by the way, Levin, just so you know, I don't know if people can see this. I do have the socks on. 49ers socks. I wore them. No 49ers gear, as you can see, and the 49ers won. What's up? Come at me, bro. You know what's funny? I have that exact or had that exact pair of socks, and I got called into work today. I was out in the cold all day, and my feet were freezing when I got home. And I was like, I'm going to put on the black pair of Niners socks. I have, I have that exact pair. Couldn't find them anywhere. Oh Didn't end God. up getting them all. Oh. <laughs> Bay Marin, thanks for the super chat. I love the smell of cheese in the offseason. And <laughs> well, it's off season for cheese. So. I am this is about the 49ers, and we should celebrate, and that is awesome. When do Can the I Aaron Rodgers say... to uh San Francisco rumors start? <laughs> I am so glad <laughs> this that Aaron Rodgers is done. Go home, Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see your stupid face on the Pat McAfee show. I don't want to see your stupid face talking about your, your super secret COVID cures and all this other garbage. <laughs> Just go home. Go home because you got stuffed in this game. You did nothing, especially in the second half. The 49ers defense deserves a billion dollars worth of credit. And we got another super chat. D-Ware, 5883. 49ers sent Rodgers whiny, sullen, self-absorbed ass home. Glad he doesn't care what other people think because people will talk about how he lost to the 49ers again, again. in the playoffs. How does it feel? Oh, and four, Aaron Rodgers. Eat it. Can I just say this? I think this is the game that got D'Amico Ryan's uh, head coaching job. You might be I, right. I think it's now likely he is gone. You shut down Aaron Rodgers on the road in a snow game in this cold you are likely to be a head coach. He was already getting some consideration. I think he just became the hottest candidate that everybody's going to be talking about. Yeah, I'm I'm beside myself. My phone is blowing up. Mine People too. are texting me. <laughs> Nobody can believe it. Um, Michael, watch any texts from Joe? No, not either yet. of you. Both of you have connections to Joe <laughs> texting. Yeah. No, I had a I had someone text me that Debo was pretty banged up though. Uh, it might be a I rib, mean, like a serious like rib injury could, though. Yeah. How could he not be? He I mean, the whole team. Yeah. He's been the whole team the all whole season, team. though. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, look, we'll get to next week. Next week, and Kittle was limping off. Trent Williams was limping off. Yeah. I mean, the Niners are battered, battered and bruised. But we're just plenty of time to get to that. Tonight is a good night. We just beat Aaron Rodgers on his turf. Man, that guy can't. He must be having nightmares about the 49ers. Oh, I was gonna say he. You know, he has that famous quote everybody knows. He got posted again this week about, you know, not as sorry as the Niners are going to be for not taking me number one. And he just can't beat the Niners in the playoffs. You know that's got to eat him alive. And I think he's what? He's what, five and six uh, against a winning team, like against the Niners as when they have a winning record? Sorry, Aaron. That sucks, but. I'm not sorry. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, thanks for the super <laughs> chat. I can't find it to pop it up on the screen here, but it says stats. Remember all those franchise tag kicker comments? Ha ha. It's all love. Go Niners yeah. Nation. You know what, Robbie Gold? Holy crap. Did he make me eat some crow? Because down the stretch, Robbie Gold has been the MVP, and that is not an easy kick to make. That's a 45-yard kick. 
in the snow, the field, right. you, they were talking about it on the broadcast. The field was super slick and Robbie just came out and drilled it. And you know what? I was wrong about Robbie because I thought he was going to be a major Achilles heel to the 49ers this year. And he wasn't. And I was wrong about that. And when you're wrong about stuff, you got to say it. He's what? Okay. Then I uh, say you were wrong for, uh, not going for it on fourth and four. No, they should have gone. Field goal is the difference in the game. Yeah, but they could have got it, Levin. So like they might not have needed that field. They had a very small chance of getting fourth and you four without no the offense of playing, especially then. Oh yeah, because you knew the defense was going to stuff Aaron Rodgers into a locker the rest of the game. I mean, the 49ers had five sacks in the game. Nick Bosa was massive. Eric Armstead had maybe the game of his life. The past two weeks, Eric Armstead has been an absolute beast. Javi, yep. who gets your biggest game ball today? Biggest game ball goes to Richard Hightower. Wow, more Hightower than D'Amico. Well, I mean, the, the, all the points came on special teams. All our points came from special teams, <laughs> right? You don't get you, you obviously they didn't they didn't do anything with the big Debo return, but you get the you have the field goal, the early field goal, then of course the block punt, the block field goal, and then of course the field goal to finish. D'Amico, of course, is going to get the consideration because what was it six straight? Three and outs or scoreless four, possessions. Yeah, six great scoreless possessions. That's huge. Um, I didn't, you know, I have my own show. I didn't, I didn't believe in this Packers team, right? Did I have my doubts about this 49ers team? Yes, because of the quarterback for the 49ers. But I didn't think this Green Bay team was as good as advertised. I thought they were similar to the Cowboys. You play in a weak NFC North, you're mm-hmm. gonna be granted six wins. So of course your record's gonna be inflated and the numbers are gonna be inflated. I did the numbers. Their point differential versus teams in the NFC North was plus eight point three. Their point differential versus everyone else was 1.7. That's the difference. And they just lost a three-point game, right? They barely beat the Browns. They had trouble with the Lions late in the season. They lost the game to – either way, they lost, to the, they lost to the Vikings at one point in the season. Like, they, yep. like these team, the teams that they lost to were really good. Yeah, they lost to the Saints early in the season. They weren't as good as advertised. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Devontae Adams, it's great. But the problem with the, the Green Bay Packers is, is really it is just Devontae and 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 Rodgers. So if you can let Aaron Jones beat you and kind of l- mitigate uh, the Adams effect, you're going to be successful. Yeah, Adams got his, but they started bracketing him, bracketing him in the second and third quarter. You know, they left him out there one-on-one a couple times, and he got some stuff happening. But I didn't believe in this Packers team like that. My only issue with the Niners was what is which version of Jimmy Garoppolo is going to show up. We got mostly bad Jimmy, but we got two – really good throws at the end of the game to seal it. But then we also had two really good throws that were dropped. I think this, I think the Niners, if they yeah, we also had four that were dropped by the defense. That could have been pick six. Very true. Very true. But I think the game changes if the, if, if Kittle catches that first one, that's a touchdown, right? The game, you're not wrong. The play calling significantly changes and you, the Niners can be a little bit more aggressive, right? They can do a little bit more. So I just, it's um, to me, game ball, Richard Hightower, D'Amico Ryan's absolutely. John S. Thanks for the super chat. Game balls, special teams. Go Niners from Ottawa, Canada. Jimmy Garbagelo. And yeah, it's all positive. A W is a W. Hope the injuries aren't bad. Just one more thing on the special teams because the Packers special teams. Literally, Kyle Shanahan told Aikman and Buck. I don't know if you guys caught this during the broadcast. Shanahan told Aikman and Buck for the only time all season, I think we have the advantage on special teams. And guess what? On the game winning field goal, the Packers had 10 men on the field. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, did they really? Wow. Unbelievable. How does that happen? I mean, like, I, I don't understand how those happen. Like the special teams one, you know, you're on the unit. Like, how do you have 12 or 10 men on the field for special teams? But I, I do have a question for both of you. Yes. Who would you rather play next round? Um, Tampa oh, or Rams? The Rams. I want Tom. I mean, no, I want the Rams. Give me the Rams again. We've, we've beaten I, I, I'm so straight. torn on that. Yeah, we've beaten them six straight, and they also know us. But and it's also kind of a home game for the Niners. But you also have a, I think, much better defense on that side. Like the Tampa defense, I do not see stopping this Niners team. Well, I didn't see the Packers stopping them. The Packers were the more physical team today. Can I just state that? Like the Packers dominated the line of scrimmage in this game. They kicked the 49ers in the teeth for the first time all year. I think I can honestly say that the Niners just got got manhandled out there it, it looked like a team that came off a bye week the the packers were fresh right from the get-go sure. they were at a different speed and this is i don't know if this should be i don't know if this is undersold or not but what the niners have been doing since like week 10 week 11 it's been playoff game after playoff game after playoff game for them mm-hmm. the packers and the cowboys had a light schedule to finish this season 
this Niners team is battle tested. Like, like literally none of the statistics make any sense. There's like, there's beyond <laughs> logic right now at this point. And there's like, there's this really, I'm not going to say, I don't want to use the word destiny, but there's this feeling around this team that they can make a run after their crappy starts of the season. You know, you had the dumb loss against Tennessee. You had the dumb loss against Seattle, but they've kind of kept it together, right? Their tenants, they were finished 10 right. and seven. They get in the playoffs. They have the weird finish to the Rams game. Like, they're battle tested. So these games where it's like seven to three for two and a half quarters, right? I didn't think we were out of it ever. I'm like, it's a four point game. <laughs> it's four points. Like, and we, they weren't, Green Bay wasn't doing anything and they kept letting us hang around. They kept letting the Niners hang around, yep. hang around, hang around. Now, did I expect a block punt? No, but we got it. But I did expect Jimmy Garoppolo to hit one or two throws down the stretch and he did that. But that's what happens, right? In a game where you let a team hang around like that, one or two plays makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. Josh Barnes, thanks for the super chat. Got to figure out a way to get Joe Staley on the show next week. We're two and zero with him coming on. That's true. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Joe, beg him. You're gonna have to do your job, Rob. I mean, first of all, I got him on two weeks in a row. All right, I don't want to hear that garbage. <laughs> but you're right. Like, I, I, if he doesn't come on and the Niners lose, like, I think it's clear we can blame Joe Staley, right? We all agree that it's be his fault. Guys, let's 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 take it easy on Joe. <laughs> so Joe told us that he sweats through his clothes during the 49ers. Yeah. His clothes, he must have had to change clothes before doing the postgame show because, I mean, this game, this game aged me like a president. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, it was incredible. I'm sitting there getting so frustrated, and it was weird for the first half of the game, Javi. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, the offense is not good, and it's not totally Jimmy's fault. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. This game, and it, the guy I was worried about the most wasn't the problem. It was drops and then you have false starts you had a stupid hold on Trent Williams you had like we said we talked talked about it Compton was getting worked and and Alex Mack didn't know where the hell to be uh you had the legal procedure with Ayuk and Jennings not knowing the play call or whatever was going on there a couple times and then Elijah Mitchell wasn't hitting the hole where he needs to but I think that I think the Packers had a really good game plan right they I think they played more like a bare front that's what it looked like to me I'll have to watch the tape but they they sold out on the run they wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball um, 11 of 19 was his final line, right? 11, 19 for 131 and one pick. He could have had four. Um, he was, he was terrible after that first but when you needed it, but when you needed it, he got those two. I needed it the whole game. I know. Bobby. Yeah. I needed it the whole game. We have to give, we have to at least give him something like, ah, uh, it's, it's the Jimmy Garoppolo effect, man. He frustrates you so much. And then it's like, when- but then you need a third down conversion on third and seven. Oh, there's a Debo run and then you need a quick 12 yards. Oh, there's another one. So it's like, I, I love you. It's like a, it's like a bad marriage. It just really is a bad marriage <laughs> with the fan base. Uh, Ray Salim or Salem. Sorry if I got your name wrong. Uh, thanks for the super chat. Will there be a Trey Lance appearance next week? Love from the UK. It's 4:30 AM. And now I'm going to be up for three days straight. Ray, I hear you, man. I'm not going to sleep for like 16 hours. So I hear you on that one. Uh, I would actually wanted to see Trey Lance in this game because I felt like the 49ers could not protect Jimmy every third down. It felt like where the Niners were in a must pass situation. Jimmy got sacked. The Packers had four sacks, I believe in the game and they all came on third down. So I was like, at least yep. if Lance is in there, he could try and run away from these dudes. They were loaded. Now, the, let me answer the guy's question directly with as bad as the offense wasn't in this game. And Trey Lance didn't enter the game. There's no way he's entering the game <laughs> barring an injury. Unless Jimmy, yeah. Like, I mean, I I didn't think Jimmy, like, I know he got sacked a bunch, but Javi, did it look to you like he was any more injured during the game? Like, I know guys were limping off, but he seemed okay. Oh, Jimmy? Oh, no, I thought Jimmy was fine. I mean, Jimmy was making the throws that he always makes. The flat-footed, dumb, flat throws, and then he made <laughs> a couple of good ones. He made the one to George that was really good. He had the one to Jennings that was right where he needed to be. Jennings dropped it. Uh, the Ayuk one was really good. Then the last two to finish the game were good passes. But he made a whole bunch of boneheaded throws. But I, I didn't think he was hampered by a shoulder or his hand. Um, I thought he I thought he took a really low hit at one point in the game. So I, I was kind of worried yeah. he would get up. But he got up. The guy that was, man, the guy that just got scared the hell out of me was just Tom Compton. He was getting absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. And the, the Packers knew where to attack. Tom Compton has been hidden for most of the season since McGlinchey's went down. And the Packers exposed that. So... The Rams and or the Bucks, they're gonna, you know, probably try to m- mimic that for next week. I just can't believe they're an NFC Championship game. Like, who does Kyle Shanahan think he is? Does he think he's does he think he's Jim Harbaugh or something? Like, what is this? 
this has been literally probably like the fifth game where I thought, okay, season's over at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? Like when the Packers were in the red zone, they were up seven to three. I was like, it's about to be 14 to three. And there's no way the Niners are getting two touchdowns to, to win this game. Like I, I thought game's over. And then the defense came up big and like, we go back to three and five. Like I thought, nah, highly unlikely they, they can even make the playoffs and then they make the playoffs. Like there's been so many times I, I, I truly believe this is the biggest roller coaster of a season I can ever remember for the 49ers because it's either been smooth sailing like 2019, you know, 2011, 2012, where, you know, there wasn't any like, oh, are they going to make the playoffs? Or it's been they might have some high moments, but they come up short. And, you know, you had the like seven and nine seasons and stuff like that with Singletary where they just never quite got over the hump. I, I just feel like this season's been so crazy. Like, I, I'm so scared of this team every <laughs> single week I watch them. And like, it, it's really weird. They're, they, they're in the NFC championship. And yet I'm scared watching this team. A lot of the, a lot of the game I'm sitting there going, oh, what's about to happen. Yeah. You're not wrong. Corey watching on the Niners nation YouTube page, ultimate 49ers grudge tour, Cowboys, Packers, Rams, chiefs in the super bowl to avenge 2019. I was saying uh, on, I think the Friday show to Michelle, how if the 49ers did make a run, you're talking about paths to the Super Bowl. You beat the rival Cowboys. You beat the rival Packers, who you've had some horrible, heartbreaking moments against in the playoffs, if people remember in the 90s. And now you beat maybe Tom Brady or maybe your division rival Rams again to get there. It would be an incredible run. And these are the type of years. These are the fun years, right? Like next year, the Niners go into the season. They're going to be, you, you know, not a Super Bowl favorite because Trey Lance will be the starting, but it's going to be, they're going to be a good team. But this year is like, I can't believe they're doing this. Like every week it's like, are we, is this really happening? And every friggin' week, it seems like in the second half of this season, they find a way to win. Javi. Uh, Rob, we we spoke pre like pre-show a couple weeks ago. I said, am I crazy to think this team gets to an NFC championship game? And you're like, no, you're not crazy. And Leo was like, no, you're not crazy. And I just, the path to it wasn't this path. Yeah. I thought they would be able to, you know, win, you know, by double digits, but Jesus, they just want to give the fan base heart attacks. Um, oh man. I just, it just, it, this team feels different. Like the, the 2019 team was dominant in every, in every facet. Like they were just really, really good. Um, and this team has just got like this, like misfit feel like they're the guys that don't belong. And yet they're still here. They're fighting every week. It's an all heart team. Like this team is, all heart. And we talked about it all throughout the season about this is the Jimmy Garoppolo last hoorah. This is like the group of the 2017 draft class, the 2018 team, the 2018 draft class. And then of course that 2019, draft, uh, 2019 team, this is like the last hoorah for them. Like they, they know yep. it's almost over. We talked, we, we read about it with Kyle Usyk saying, Hey Jim, this could be the last one. They got emotional about mm -hmm. it. Like this team is in line unified and they are on a mission. It seems like they just, they just don't quit. It does not matter. Debo Sammy, you saw him huffing and puffing and puff. You know, he just put me back in. Like, just put me back in there. I don't care. George Kittle's limping off. He's blocking uh, Campbell into freaking oblivion. Trent Whitman <laughs> did not come off the field when he had. He's limping. He's taped up. He's he's roaring out there. And yep. you know, I just don't know what to say about this team. Kyle Shanahan looks like he's aged like a president twice over. <laughs> he, he got hired at what 42 he looks like he's 55 like he's oh my god he's aging me too like as a fan i'm just like i just i I'm, I'm at a loss for words of what this team has done to me mentally this team this year and i think i speak yeah. for both of you like this team has drained all of us the Niner Natty, thanks for the super chat. I want the Rams. How hilarious would it be to beat them to go to the playoffs, beat them to get to the Super Bowl, and then win the Super Bowl in their stadium? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not looking past the NFC Championship game, no. but that would be pretty damn great. I'm not gonna lie, that's a good, that's a good super chat. To get to play back-to-back -back games in that stadium oh would be kind of crazy. Like, yeah, I, has anybody ever done that? I, I would say it's highly, highly improbable. Any team has ever played a championship game in their conference and then the Super Bowl in that same stadium. I'm just amazed that the 49ers, my thinking was get into the playoffs and Kyle Shanahan will come up with some stuff, right? He'll figure it out where like, hey, in the playoffs, we could be a dangerous team because Kyle's going to be in his bag and we're going to be able to move the ball. That did not happen today. None of that happened. This team just finds a way to win these games in the second half of this year. 
Like if you can't knock the 49ers out of the playoffs when they play like this, well, good luck, man. I mean, unless everybody's hurt next week, good luck. Like the 49ers are going to play for this Super Bowl. They're going to play for the Super Bowl for like the second time in three years. So uh, real quick, I know, Rob, you look at this, the updates. Matt Mayoko, 49ers All-Pro left tackle. Trent Williams is going to the X-ray, X-ray room. He's on crutches. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Ooh, that's bad. He, okay, he, he well. Through a, severe, a serious injury. Because that would happen in, what, the second quarter, before half. He got kind of rolled up on. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. he's okay. You're going to need him. Obviously, the Niners won in, in L.A. without him. But you don't want to do that twice. Outside the locker room on crutches, had his right ankle heavily taped during the game. I mean, you got to feel for Trent Williams, a guy who's been an absolute, I mean, Hall of Famer. And he really hasn't had any playoff experience hardly in his career. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the way it goes. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, hopefully he can come back. But when you hear that, I mean, like, let's be realistic. The dude's on crutches. And eighth or break watching on the YouTube page. Sorry, Levin. Uh, the way this year has gone so far, my prediction, the Rams upset Brady. We upset the Rams and go back to where it all began against the Bengals. Um, that, that is a possibility too, right? Another niners Bengals Super Bowl. Give it up for Joe Burrow, man. Guy got ground into a pulp all day. Nine sacks, I think, and he still found a way to make a good throw at the end of the game. Yeah, that that game was weird. Like, the Titans came out and just beat the crap out of Burroughs and that Cincy offense, and then they ended up losing because uh, Tannehill was what we all feared Garoppolo would be like. Tannehill threw three picks and lost that game for him. But, Mm -hmm. no, I I just, just looked this up to confirm. This is a crazy stat to me. The Niners are going to be playing in the NFC Championship game for the fifth time in 11 years. It is the 17th NFC Championship berth for the San Francisco 49ers. Mo says the NFC Championship game came early this year. We'll have to see about these injuries before we go there. (laughs) Ryan, thanks for the super chat. I feel sorry for the old mate from the UK. It's only 3.30 p.m. down under. What a win. Our defense kept us long enough for the Packers to mess it up. I mean, imagine if you're Aaron Rodgers and you got to sit with oh, this loss. Not only did you lose the game, you did basically nothing in the game. This was your last dance, right, Aaron? This is your last dance. You want out. Devontae Adams is a free agent. This was going to be, you're going to be like Jordan and the Bulls, right? Wrong. Sit your ass down and watch the playoffs like the rest of America. Yeah, LaFleur could be uh, realizing what Shanahan's been through. I hope so. Next year, if he doesn't have Adams and Rodgers, he's going to be like, wait, I have to do it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be a salty uh, 49er fan, but I, I really hope LaFleur has to endure a, 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 a mid-level quarterback like Kyle and McVay had to deal with golf. I, obviously, he got to Super Bowl with golf, but we all know what how that ended. Like, LaFleur, it's your turn now. Like, you had a nice run. You didn't get it done. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers. It will be really interesting to see if Rodgers does decide to move on, whether the Packers – believe 100% in love no. or if they tip their hand and they start pursuing quarterbacks. Cause I think they would pursue quarterbacks. They might not go for like the top ones. I don't think they're going to enter a Russ sweepstakes or anything like that, but I think they're going to try to find a veteran who, if love craps the bed, they can at least put him in and have a chance. Aaron Rodgers, eight of 13 for 55 yards in the second half. That's your, yeah. that's what D'Amico Ryan's defense did. Think about that. Like that is, other work that's not just good that's not just great that's hall of fame holy crap level good nico shutting down an all-time great quarterback in the playoffs is i mean it doesn't get better he's been doing this pre-snap having both linebackers in the a gap and then having them bail and that's messing up teams and then you got this weird uh type of rock and roll thing he's doing with his safeties right in the end of the game he had three safeties out there he got hufunga in the middle, you got Tart over here, and Ward, and, and he's sending Tart. You think Tart's Jamal Adams? I'm sending him on blitzes. Jimmy Ward's filling holes like this. D'Amico is the right guy for the job. This is who I wanted, you know, the entire time throughout the process. One thing about the 49ers defense: fifteen sacks, fifteen sacks in three weeks. That is incredible. That defensive line is doing work because a lot of those are not coming on blitzes either for the most part. Like Matt watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Bay Area sports loves torture. 2010, 2012, 2014, 2019, and now 2022. Look, man, if this is torture, chain me to the wall. All right? As long as they keep winning, I'll take it. Well, let me jump back into what Javi was saying there. I wanted to say something because, you know, he, he was talking about how the linebackers are bailing from the A-gap and, and the secondary – 
you know, obviously that confuses the quarterback, but I also love what he's doing on the defensive yeah. line. He is moving everybody That's everywhere. True. And what that does is the offensive line. I mean, pass blocking is much more complicated than people. Most people grasp who you're matching up against is a big deal because they all have different styles. And when you don't know who it is until a second before the snap, because they're moving around that messes with your offensive line. Like everybody on the offense is getting messed with in some way because everybody is moving around. He's almost mimicking what the 49ers offense does. You know, the Niners motion pre-snap offensively more than any team. I feel like in the second half of the season, that defense is moving guys around more than any other team. Kevin watching on the Niners Nation YouTube pitch. Thanks for the super chat. Rodgers is 12 and 3 in December and January in Green Bay. And two of those losses are to the 49ers. And he's 0 and 4 in the postseason against the 49ers. And look, I was all ready. I had my Aaron Rodgers stat about how his defense has basically allowed more points in the playoffs than any other like Hall of Fame quarterbacks defense. Well, it wasn't a defense's fault today <laughs> because they did great. I mean, they didn't allow an offensive touchdown. And the 49ers, I'm going to keep saying that because it continues to blow my mind. The Niners did not score an offensive touchdown, and we are one win away from the Super Bowl. From the Super Bowl, and we could possibly be playing that game against a team that we have beaten six straight times. Like, I, what is happening? You know the NFL wants Jimmy versus Tom. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. know they want the lead up for that, and I want I want the lead up for that. I want Jimmy versus Tom. Yeah. I don't want to play the Rams because it is super hard to play to beat a team three times in one year. Give me the Bucks, and let them Niners travel east. They play better East Coast, anyways. Like let them travel over there. Um, and I don't know if anyone the Niners have played fourteen straight games. By the way, just yeah. throw that out there. Yeah, fourteen straight. And if none of these injuries are severe, you know they've been pretty durable throughout that fourteen weeks. So. My God, this team is battle tested. Kyle Shanahan deserves—I I don't care—I got crap for it. I really think he deserves Coach of the Year, and I'm, uh, you know, consideration based on how this team started and how they finished. I know his mis some of his mis decisions were questionable, but to get this team from where they started to where they're at now, there is uh, there's something. guy, we were in the Navy together. Can you help me out with the with the pronunciation there? I don't want to butcher it. I think Javi's frozen. I was gonna say uh, Javi's breaking yeah. up on mine, so I don't know if that's just me or if you're seeing it too, Rob. Okay, can you do the pronunciation on that? Because if I try it, I'm gonna sound like that's, a white person. Because I am. Me and Mike Simer were in the Navy together. I was in G2 division. I want to say he was G1, uh, AO1 at the time. I think he is retired since then, but he was my chief at one point in the Navy as well. So shout out to Mike. Thanks, Mike, for tuning in. I appreciate you, Mike. Appreciate it. Glad we could celebrate together. <laughs> I'm trying to keep an eye on the rest of what is happening with the 49ers. And all that, I get yeah. sucked into all this. I know that uh, it's hard to keep an eye. Um, Matt LaFleur on having 10 players on the field for the final field goal attempt. That's unacceptable. That's on me. I mean, damn, man. What a pathetic showing by that. Here's Shanahan after the game. Our guys just never wavered. We never overreact to anything. We just keep playing football. They are going to play in the NFC title game, the second NFC championship game in three years. Three months ago, we were calling for Kyle Shanahan's job. I wasn't. I was because I thought that his miss hit, not because of his game planning, because he can game plan. He's still a great game caller, but I just thought he was mishandling the quarterback situation and that he just didn't get it. And so, look, obviously I was wrong. I will say that to anyone that's, you know, wants to come at me. I was wrong. I will say stuff on here. Some of it will be correct. Some of it will not be correct. Okay. I was incorrect. Is that, are we, are we cool? Like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Now can we Love all like move on? And I mean, damn, man. Can we move on and celebrate? Second NFC okay, championship I, I, in three years. I, I got to be a wet blanket here. Oh, there's Jed York just tweeted. <laughs> he said, honored to have another week of work with this group. What work are you doing? Jed? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jed. <laughs> It's Signing those paychecks is a lot of work. A lot of medical bills. Jed, I don't care. Oh, you get yeah. the gurus, get the doctors, you get whoever you need to get. I don't care. Put robot parts in Trent Williams. Like, he's got to be out there next week. I know the Niners get the extra day, but the fact that he was on crutches, like, oof. Oh, I just saw this tweet on Twitter from John Gonzalez. 
Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee quote, I'm doing my own research about whether we lost to the 49ers. <laughs> he was silenced. Tonight. I'm actually, what do you say? I'm being silenced. Well, you were silenced tonight. What was it? Eight for 13 for 51. Get out of here. Aaron. Eight of 13 for 55 in the second half. That was yeah. you, Aaron Rodgers. So you can blame the Packers and whoever, but you got shut down. I mean, Josh Norman was in the game. Like Dante Johnson goes down I and I was number one worried about Dante. But then I was like, oh no, here comes Norman. This is how they're going to get, this is how the defense is finally going to break. And sure enough, first play Rogers to his credit, immediately snaps the ball. Bam. Takes a shot right down the field. Somehow Josh Norman was matched up against Devonte Adams. Can either of you guys explain that to me? But first play, he took a shot. Luckily, it was incomplete. Norman did just enough to uh, make it difficult, and it was incomplete. And I was like, and then all of a sudden, Dante Johnson was back. Like, what the hell? We got miracle concussion workers because we know Nick Bosa probably wasn't cleared all the way. There's no I way. Mean, uh, <laughs> Dante yeah, went. Kind of like the NFL COVID testing policy all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to this. Here are the Niners' offensive drive results, and they won the game. Punt, 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 punt. Turnover, field goal, punt, turnover on downs, field goal. They won a game where they literally made two field goals on offense. <laughs> Cornelius watching on the Facebook page. I had to stop watching this game once I did the 49ers tied, so I stopped watching and the 49ers won. Hey. How do you know, Cornelius? <laughs> when did you join back up? That's... Well, I'm sorry you don't get to watch the NFC Championship. Yeah, game. you're out, dude. You better tune in next week to the Instant Reaction Show because uh, that's you can't watch another snap. That's it. If the Niners make the Super Bowl, what are you not going to watch it? <laughs> you're just done now for the playoffs? Unbelievable. Uh, if anybody knows that guy, please confirm to us he's not gonna <laughs> watch the game next yeah, week. Yeah, we need to we need to get like a spy or something. Uh like cut his power if he plans to watch it. I cannot I believe just want to that standard that Aaron more. Kaepernick got you twice, Jimmy Garoppolo got you twice. Like uh, <laughs> you were losing to inferior quarterbacks on the road, inferior quarterbacks at home. Like, and I feel like that wasn't really talked about during the game. It was like, Hey, the 49ers defense is doing really, really good. But like at some point in the third quarter, I was like, you know, this is going to turn and it's going to come into Aaron Rodgers needs to be the one to make a play. And he never did. The 49ers defense just never allowed it. Uh, if you played that game a hundred times, it doesn't go that way. Absolutely again. Not. No, absolutely not. And I remember I was in the shower this morning thinking about like, what am I going to say if the 49ers win? What, what are some of my thoughts? And I, you know, I think we had the better team in 2012 and I think we had the better team in 2019. And you know what? The Niners didn't win the Super Bowl either one of those years. We don't have the best team this year. I will say that, but you know what? We could win this whole damn thing. One of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is going to be eliminated. So yay, that's one less threat to worry about. I was kind of hoping Ryan Tannehill would win today. So there was a chance that maybe they could face him again in the Super Bowl. But like, look, sometimes the best team doesn't always win. And the way this 49ers team can take a punch and keep on going, Levin, am I crazy to start dreaming now? No, like I literally had the thought before this game that if the Niners can somehow beat Rodgers and win the Super Bowl, that means they would have as many Super Bowl victories as Aaron Rodgers does in his career. <laughs> you know, that's that was my thought when I saw that highlight of him saying the Niners would are going to regret not drafting me. And it's like, well, the Niners got as many Super Bowls as you do. And that that's really going to be the legacy of Rodgers. If he doesn't get another Super Bowl, mm -hmm. his legacy will be he only got one Super Bowl. It will be... Disappointing. Well, he... Like, people will talk about, like, the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and somebody will bring up Aaron Rodgers, and they'll say, he won one, get out of here. And that'll be the end. Kyle, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Javi, I'll throw this one to you first. Does this game and playoff run affect Jimmy's trade value, assuming we even trade him? At this point, he easily could start next year. No, stop that. But what do you think, Javi? Um, no, Jimmy's not back next year. I don't I don't think anything, anything changes that situation. Do I think his trade value goes up? Probably not either, <clears throat> because there's nothing about his play the last, you know, there's nothing about his play the last two weeks that, that says, hey, give us a first rounder, right? Yeah, he cool. He made a couple plays against the Rams that were really big, impactful plays. But I mean, the value is pretty pretty much set with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, if the Niners somehow get a conditional first, awesome. But I'm I'm on the the mindset of a third, and maybe a conditional second for Jimmy at this point. And that that would be a massive win for the 49ers, who can you, you know they're going to be able they're going to need to use the picks uh, because they have so many free agents at the end of the year. So um, getting a third and a conditional second would be absolutely ideal. I don't think his value. 
has gone up through the roof. But I also think <clears throat> somebody might get desperate, like Washington. Like, do they really want to go get a Matt Coral in round one or round two? Um, mm-hmm. What about the Falcons? Are they going to stick with Matt Ryan? Carolina, they've gone through a QB carousel themselves in one season. You know what I mean? Could they get desperate? The Texans, are they sort, sort of sold Davis Mills? What happens in Miami with Tua? Like, what's going to happen there? So it's um, it's going to be very interesting this offseason. But I don't think his value has changed much from, you know, the beginning of the season. I think, you know, you can win with this guy. I think the league knows who he is. If you can scheme a lot of things open for him and the run game is working and the defense can hold a guy like Aaron Rodgers to 10 points on offense, you yeah. win a lot of games with Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's kind of, that's the formula for the Niners' success. I think we all know that. 35 rushes or more, limit the turnovers, and you're going to win games with Jimmy. He's not going to do, he's not going to wow you with any throws. He might make a few big plays here or there, but he's also going to give you the bonehead stuff. So, I mean, the value is where it's at, and I think it's going to be in that mid-range third or fourth rounder. What do you think, Levin? My point was I don't think a lot of fans think about the fact that every team's going to know the Niners' plan. They're going to know they got to move Jimmy. They can't keep that contract on the books. they got to move him, and that's going to affect his trade value a lot more than people think. I will believe a first-round pick when I see it. Like I, I just don't see the first happening. I think it's going to be something like the Alex Smith deal. I think you might be able to get a second round pick if like a team strikes out with what they thought uh, that they could get if they don't get, you know, a Rogers or a Russ and then they go, okay, let's go get Jimmy. Um, And I really think the Steelers are a very good possibility because you got Tomlin. There's a, like, I live here in Pittsburgh. There's a lot of fans talking like Tomlin ain't it, you know, that there's a lot of negativity towards Tomlin here. And I think Tomlin's going to want to make sure he gets back in the playoffs. And I think he's going to target a veteran because of that. I don't think he's going to try to go through the draft. They don't really have the draft capital to get the top quarterback. And it's a terrible draft too. That's a shame. Uh, Smack Jones watching on the, what's up, Javi? I'm going to add, you know, and what Levin said about the contract, we just heard today about Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels is a priority number one. They're going to have to pay him. And then, you know, Bosa's got to get paid. That, that $25 million, they're going to need that. There's no way he stays next year. There's no way. Smack Jones, thanks for the super chat. We are hashtag Niner game. Jimmy G, a.k.a. the boogeyman. We overcame him, and I think this is the worst game we will play the rest of the year. Let's enjoy this. That's a very real possibility, right? Like, think about that. This could be the worst game the 49ers play the rest of the year. Now, granted, they could play far better and still lose, but... I mean, if you told me that this was going to happen today, that's how the 49ers were going to play. I never would have believed they got a win, but here we are, Levin. I I don't think they played as horribly as it feels because offensively, yes, they played horrendously. And a lot of your feelings on term, in terms of how a team true. plays is how well they move the ball. True, true. Uh, defensively, it's an A. a. Special teams, it's an A. Like, the offense played terribly, yes. But two of the three units played as good as you can play, in my opinion. So I don't think it's as bad as it truly feels like there could be a game where the offense plays better and the defense plays a little bit worse and the Niners end up losing. Like, would they, would that be a worse game? Yeah. I would think that'd be a worse game. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like the Niners played a really, really good game. It's just the offense played as bad as you can play basically. Well, yeah. I mean, think about the defense. Like, look at this. Aaron Rodgers gets the ball. He's it's 10, 10, the game is tied. It's 10-10. He goes three and out. Three plays, minus nine yards. Niners block the punt, tie it up. Next possession, three plays, minus six yards. Three and out. Niners get the ball back with three minutes and 20 seconds to go in the game, and they drain the rest of the clock. Great job by the Niners there to run it out and not let him touch the ball again. Just a perfect ending to the game. And, yeah, some of it came down to the Garoppolo third down pass to Kittle, which was incredible. The Debo catch or the Debo run, I should say, on, what was it, third and seven, I think? I mean, third and seven, we're handing the ball off to our wide receiver. And before the play, I literally tweeted out, just give it to Debo. Like, just just put the ball in his hands, because if he gets touched five yards before the first down, he could still pick it up. And I I like that they didn't get crazy there. They just gave it to Debo and said, save us. Yeah. And with Debo, if he's he's banged up too, he gets an extra day of rest, because his game's on, and it's a championship game, is on Sunday. Uh, I was worried about the Niners getting to 40% on third downs. They were 4 of 11, so just barely at 40%. Um, and at one point, the Niners had six minutes of time of possession. They ended up closing that gap. They finished the game 29-24 to 36-36. So that's a big part of why they won this game as well. 
getting the defense fresh and having some of those longer drives, even if they ended in punts or turnover on downs, that was a, a plus to keep that defense fresh because before the Fred Warner fumble, the Packers were driving. And it was like, oh, man, here we go. So they needed that little bit of a rest and a break there. Um, 12 first downs for the 49ers and 14 for Green Bay. This game was really, really close. Um, and it's just you can't you can't give enough credit to D'Amico Ryan on this performance. It was just insane. This is how about this from Jimmy Ward? I'm seeing this tweet here. Jimmy Ward said Miko was great. He was disguising it pretty well and it confused them, basically saying the reason why the Packers got stifled was that D'Amico confused them the whole game. Think That's about exactly that. what Javi was saying earlier. Think about you confused Aaron Rodgers, who's almost 40 years old and right. has seen every possible defense you would think, right? Well, obviously not. This is maybe my favorite comment in the whole thing out of all the comments, and we've had hundreds of comments. It's from a Seahawks fan. Seahawks winning it all sometime in this decade. No. That is so satisfying to see. That's where you are, buddy. That's your shot that you're calling. You are predicting a possible Super Bowl win sometime in the next 10 years. Meanwhile, the 49ers are playing to get into a Super Bowl next Sunday. That is just like the capper on an He doesn't even know line. who his quarterback is going to be this next <laughs> decade because it's not Russ. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to keep up. Uh, I like this. Um, oh, now, of course, I can't find it. Uh, sorry about that. I'm trying to scroll through to see some of the post-game reactions. I mean, Kyle Shanahan on D'Amico Ryan's and defensive turnaround in the second half this season. Quote, he just started trying harder. You know, Let's outside of that first drive that the Packers had, I mean, he adjusted, and that was kind of it. Like, it was a real quick adjustment. He figured out what was going on, and he shut it down. Yeah, he just – he was like, all right, man, I'm going to start doing five-man fronts. I'm going to start doing these 4-3 stunts. I'm going to start doing – oh, I'm going to start sending Jimmy Ward on this. I'm going to have a part over here. Oh, by the way, I'm going to disguise it post-snap. And Dante Whitner said something really interesting um, on KMBR the other day. He said the way the, the Fangio defenses would be Aaron Rodgers, they play with depth and width with their safety play and their corners would have maintained leverage and mm -hmm. all game. I was paying attention to that. They play with depth and with against Aaron Rodgers, and those corners were playing with really good leverage for the most part outside of a couple Devontae Adams receptions. And of course the blown coverage to Aaron Jones, they did very well on against all these wide receivers. No one else saw a target. I don't think the whole game Lazar didn't get anything. The tight end dropped a pass. Ronald Cobb was yep. non-existent. Um, although he's like 50 years old, so it really doesn't matter. And then the other the other thing that that I don't think anyone's brought up yet, Jordan Willis wasn't supposed to play today. Like the the whole week was like he may not play, he may not play, and he made the biggest play of the game with that block punt. Yeah. That's there's something about this team, man. I don't, I just can't put my finger on it. Like we knew this 2019 team was really really good, and this one is just making this like run of destiny, and you can kind of start to feel it. Now I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to turn into a homer. I think. We got a super chat from Preston Mayer. Thank you, Preston. Being a Packers fan, especially in the last 10 years, has taken 30 years off my life. Can't think of a team in sports with more playoff chokes. I'm not even mad anymore. You just get used to it. And that's something that I said coming into this week because a lot of people were picking the Packers. I picked the Packers, but I did say we've seen this team lose playoff games they're supposed to win at home. I mean, Kyle Shanahan literally showed the Niners the film from the the game against the Giants where Tom Coughlin's face was like 49ers red by the end of the game. Yeah. He showed them that tape. So like we've seen Aaron Rodgers do this. He can eventually go out and lay eggs. I finally found the super chat to put it up there. Um, just an incredible, incredible character building win for the 49ers. And I'm going to be glued to every second of every press conference, every rumor report, injury report, like the whole week. I'm going to be like, what is, what's wrong with Debo? Is Debo okay? Can Debo breathe? Is yeah. Debo like what's going on with him? Because as we kind of look forward a little bit, I mean, this offense entirely changes Levin if Debo is not out there next week. Without them, without him, they don't have anything. He had forty percent. The run of the game today. is the run game is below average without him, and the pass game is Jimmy's got to try to some, somehow find a way to get deep to Ayuk, which is not something you want to count on. Yeah. <laughs> How, I mean, if go ahead, Abby. I was gonna say uh, I know a couple weeks ago we were talking about is is this a successful season? Question: We can ask it now. Is this a successful season? Hundred percent. Yeah. Has to be right. Uh, funny, I was going to ask Rob that on on this instant reacts. I thought of it early last week. I was like, if the Niners lose, I'm going to ask 
So I think that would have been a real debate if they had lost this game. Is it a successful season? They won the game. I don't think it's a debate. You cannot say it's an unsuccessful season when you made a championship. Oh, game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And especially like, I mean, it's this is duck scotch tape and, and glue here down the stretch <laughs> with all these games that you what how many games in a row was it, Hobby? Did 14. you say they've played 14, 14 games. games in a row? Man. I mean, that is they had the bye week, week six, like we're week yep. 20 now. That's 14 games. It's going to be a classic, I should say, full season of games if they end up winning the Super Bowl. It would be 16 straight games. Could you imagine? No buy. I guess you get a buy prior to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but so does the other team. So, right. Um, But how about I was going to make a comment just on the NFL in general. This was the season where no team emerged as this dominant great team. And guess what? Both one seeds lost their first game. I think that is just shows like how up in the air this season is compared to normal seasons. Like there is no dominant team. Any, any of the teams left can easily win yep. because there's, there's no juggernaut sitting there. And how about this? And I think the 49ers themselves probably appreciate this more than any of us after having played in that all, all night, they're either going to a dome or they're going to Tampa next week. <laughs> yeah. You know, Shannon actually said that, that he's very happy about that, right. that exact thing going either to a dome or to Tampa. I think that was a factor. I think the 49ers offense doesn't look as as bad as they looked without that weather, especially with the snow in the second half. I think it was a huge, huge factor. And they can say, like, you know, we're ready for the cold or whatever, but cold is cold, man. It sucks when you're out there. And when somebody smashes into you, it sucks even more. So I think it was a factor, and I think the offense will look much, much, much better next week, regardless of who they play. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, dome weather, dome, no weather, no no climate, no changes. But I'm more worried about these issue, injuries with Trent and Debo on turf. Like that, they could be reaggravated on turf. I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather go to Tampa. Like just go to Tampa. It's warmer. Um, it's on a grass field. Those things matter to me as far as game plan goes. And I like this team in, on the East Coast. I just like when they're going against the East Coast team. And how, how sweet would it be for see. Jimmy Garoppolo as a lame quarterback? I know. To beat his mentor, essentially, in an right. NFC title in an NFC title game, like the, the story. Wouldn't, right? wouldn't yeah. you just love to see that game end on Jimmy Garoppolo, like QB sneak to see? Oh man! Like the stands, just like I had always knew you had it in you, Jimmy. You know, Bill Belichick's just over there in the stands. You think you think if it is Brady and Brady loses, does he shake Jimmy's hand? No, he doesn't That's shake anything. Topic hand. with Brady, exactly. When he loses, he's such a oh, sore he loser. shakes quarterback's hands that he respects yeah <laughs> that is that is true he, he shakes like peyton's hands very few i should say he actually shakes their hands kalani watching on the facebook page great storylines no matter who we face next that's true um yeah. i just now i'm i'm already like you know most people have like the 24 hour rule i feel like now i'm just worried about next week like i gotta be honest with you like i had kind of prepared myself for this to be the last instant react show of the season like Okay, it was a great year, you know, we'll lose, but Trey Lance is coming next year and we can be excited about like we're still here. We're still here. We're still going. We are 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. I got a couple things here that to bring up. One, yeah, the championship game is a Sunday, so the Niners do get 8 days off, mm-hmm. which is helpful. Super helpful. Um yeah. Uh, especially if they're going to have to come from Green Bay to San Francisco or Santa Clara, whatever you want to call it, back, back to, Tampa. to Tampa. Like that that extra day would be huge for that. But the other thing I was going to say is, what NFC team do you want to see least? Or not NFC. AFC. AFC. Whoever wins the Bills and uh I, I think Chiefs. it's the Bills. Like, I don't want to see Josh Allen after I saw what he did to this <laughs> defense. Someone asked, someone asked on my show, because I said the Niners – the, the, the Niners were a bad matchup for the Cowboys and the Packers. And they're like, well, who's mm-hmm. a good matchup for the, the Niners? I was like, the Bills? The Bills play good run defense. They have a really good run offense, and they have an elite quarterback. Um, and obviously, we have really good- And they're, they're, they're great at not giving up the big Exactly. So, the, you know, that, that would be a boxing match. That would be a 12-round you know, stand-up fight between the Niners and the Bills. Now, this is where... Josh Allen, you know, make make another couple extra more plays where it makes a difference, but that's the team I do not want to see. I'd, I I kind of want to see Andy Reid and the Chiefs again. I think they're they can be had. Uh, the Bengals we already beat them, but I think they're on a different you know they're on a different trajectory too. They they seem like a team of destiny. Um, 
But I just we gotta get we gotta beat the Bucks or the Rams first to get there. Once that happens, then we'll figure it out. Man, I mean, I just I keep looking at what happened in this game. It was a punt fest. There was one, two, three, four, five, six straight possessions mm-hmm. in the first half that ended with a punt when you combine with both teams. Like this was a defensive grinded out battle. And you know, the injuries are are scary, of course, but none of them are on defense. Warner. I mean, we, obviously we don't know this, but just by what we've seen, Warner was good enough to go out and play. Bosa was good enough to go play. There were no, a DJ got hurt on the D line, right? At one point, but he was up and walking around. I think he was okay. Like at least on one side of the ball, the Niners are relatively healthy ish for next week. They, they kind of flipped. I mean, coming into this game, yeah. the defense was all banged up and now it's the offense. that's all banged up and you're wondering who's going to actually be able to suit up. Um, but I, I, I got to bring this up because I just stumbled on this on Twitter. Listen to this Des Bryant crap. He, one, he, he's talking about how the Niners were, he, he said asterisks nine and seven, um, which isn't even correct. But he said Dallas is supposed to be headed to the NFC Championship. Yeah, I said what I said. Like, what? Um, <laughs> we all watched that Cowboys game, right? Right. <laughs> He's literally going on a rant just like trashing the Niners. I, it's like what what are you doing? I was in stadium and most of those fans didn't believe that they were good enough to make an NFC title game. Like that that team just didn't have the physicality. No. no. That, that's what that team misses. They have a lot of skill position talent. They just don't have the physicality. Matthew watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. I don't know about you guys, but this doesn't feel like the same season we were three and five. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't. It it that's like ancient history now. It feels like, um, but so what, man? I mean, I think that nine. I think that Kyle's running game, especially, everybody has to be in sync. They kind of have to be like the Rockettes. Like every single person has to be right where they need to be. Like Joe Staley was telling us. And if one person, if the running back takes a wrong step or one of the offensive linemen takes a wrong step, it it throws a grain of sand into the machine and things start to break down. I think it takes the Niners a few weeks to all get in sync and they can't really do it until they actually start playing. And so I think that's what we saw from the 49ers is once they got in sync in the second half of the year, they started running people over. Yeah, this offensive line, this was one of the worst games they've had all year. But recently, in the second half of the season, they were back to being in sync. This game, they were not in sync. There were times, like you brought it up, Javi, earlier, like Alex Mack kept basically blocking nobody, <laughs> double teaming somebody while somebody goes unblocked next to him, things like that. Like, And, and there were guys just flat getting beat. Compton got beat, but also Lakin Tomlinson was getting missing blocks in the run game. Like He was getting beat by guys in the run That's game pretty frequently in this game. No, and that's not normal. So, like, it's just such a weird game that they played this horribly offensively, and yet they were able to win, and you would think that they got to play better next week. Like, you can't get worse than what they were offensively, and so that's just like a good omen. Yeah, <laughs> unless some of those potential turnover-worthy plays are caught by the defense, then you can't that, play that worse. A lot, you know, I've seen other people say it much better than I'm going to say it right now, but a lot of your wins and losses comes down to luck. A lot of times the ball bounces the right way on a fumble. Yep. It's not a, it's not a coincidence that a lot of times your playoff teams are among the league leaders in fumble recoveries. And fumble recoveries, like people have looked at it, there's no consistency with them. One team will have a bunch one year and then not have a bunch the next year because it's just luck on how the ball bounces. And interceptions are sometimes that way too. This You get lucky. Like, what was it? I think it was Stokes. If he just oh looks up on that one, he has a pick six, but he doesn't. He looks at the receiver. Unreal. Like, that, that's just luck. It, it has nothing to do with anything other than luck that that wasn't a pick six. And if that's a pick six, game's yeah. over. Carlo Garibay watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Offense only shows up half the game through the season, and we still made it. This what part. half did they show up in this Wow, game? that's true. Yeah, they have yet to show up for any half. But uh, what an incredible, incredible performance by the 49ers. We are going to the NFC Championship game for the 17th time in franchise history. Celebrate tonight safely, of course. Pop open some adult beverages. Whatever it is you do tonight, it is a good, positive night. Levin, thank you. Javi, thank you. I want to remind everybody, rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. We are coming off our biggest month in history in December. And guess what? 
It's our biggest month in January. We broke the record again. That is all thanks to all of your support and hosts like you, Levin and Javi and Leo and Michelle and KP and everybody that we have here. It is a credit to all of you. I do very, very little. I'm so grateful for you guys. Enjoy the night, everybody. And we'll see you next week after the NFC Championship.